Welcome to the Habits of Success podcast, where we talk about different habits and how you can use them to change your life. My name is Ian Warner, and I'm your host. And today, we're going to be talking about a little bit deeper of an issue, but one that's still uh, valuable and, and worth having a discussion about. And that is just all these things going on with the, the police shootings and uh, how uh, black men have been dying uh, very easily uh, at the hands of police or uh really vigilantes, uh, and uh, honestly, it's just been a crazy time, but uh, I also want to really dig into how deep-seated thoughts um, and conditions, conditioning, um, and just like, yeah, like the, the way of, the way things have been passed down throughout time have created certain habits that have led to uh, the way things have, have been playing out right now. Um, so, you know, I think the first thing off the bat, the word racism gets thrown around a lot, and it's it's almost like one of the worst things you can call someone now. Like some like people are so defensive to be called racist without taking the time to understand what does it really mean, and uh, uh, and really thinking about <laughs> whether they are or not, rather than just trying to explain their way out of it. And racism, in its true context, comes from. Uh, deep-seated belief that because of your skin color you are superior to other skin colors so in the context of what we're seeing right now especially you know in, in, throughout history in the united states the the belief system is that if your skin is white if your skin's bright your skin um you yourself your life your your the value of your life uh your way of thinking your way of life is better than uh, someone whose skin is dark. And it, obviously this stems from slavery and um, that was the messaging. The messaging was that people didn't even, people only believe black people were three-fourths human. So when you start off uh, from that place, um, <laughs> it's, it's a lot easier to understand how we get here. But the thing is, like when you compare it to a country like Germany and the Holocaust, right? Uh, the Holocaust, there was, uh, a, a, the Germany took responsibility for it and they apologize for it and they teach their citizens about it. Um, they mourn about it. They understand, they lament these things. They understand uh, as, a, as a country how horrible it was and they make sure that everyone understands that in the country. But that doesn't happen here. Like slavery happened and it just kind of was like, hey guys, we ended it. Like it's done. But the even though the actual act of slavery was done, it was really just re- replaced by other things. And um, I think a great documentary to watch uh, that you should watch if, if you haven't is, uh, uh, I think it's just called 13th, uh, but it's about the 13th Amendment and how that led to you know mass incarceration of blacks of, of and whatnot. Um, but I, I, something I've noticed myself being married to uh, a white woman is that a lot of, like, she can watch stuff about the Holocaust all day, but, like, it's hard for her to watch something about slavery. And not even from the standpoint that, like, like she just, like the amount of pain that she sees and feels, like, she can't even get through them, right? And I just think that speaks volumes about uh, just where uh, America is on a lot of these issues. Um, an example I'll give in my own life, being a, a black man, like, uh, especially coming from Canada on this, right? It's like, I've I've heard that, that phrase so many times like well you act white or you uh talk white 
or any like anything like that as if like white people own a way of talking like I, white people don't own a way of talking but what that really is saying is hey our way of doing it is better than the stereotypical way so if <laughs> if white people do it it's right and that's what it is uh the messaging that is subconsciously sent and if you don't believe that you if you're listening to this and you're white you don't believe that that's what you've believed at some point in your life you're lying to yourself there are things that you've you have just naturally been passed down that's told you hey no if your skin is this way you are better and your way of doing it is right you have freedoms to do things a certain way and um it doesn't really matter whether other people have those same freedoms so when you take these things now and then you add that in with the with the third point I'm about to make which is uh the the value of life what happens is after time of being told your way is right and going through life like that you you eventually have to come to the conclusion that the value of a black life is not the same as the value of a, of a white life like 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 when you just compare them it's just not so if you see a black kid and black kid dies or you see a white kid and a white kid dies you have way more empathy empathy for the white kid dying because you inherently believe that their 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 life is of more value right and now you can start to see how when you start thinking like that you start to create a, a whole bunch of problems but then on top of that specifically the black men black men have been and i i really think that this stems from slavery because think about this for a second right there's a there's there's a natural fear that has developed around black men. And you think about the athleticism you see throughout the NBA and a lot of pro sports. And you look in, you know, uh, college athletics. You see uh, black, men, black men everywhere, right? You see, you, you see the NBA, NFL dominated by black men. And um, there's a, a fear that has developed. But here's the thing that's crazy about it. When you think about slavery... Right. Remember, all these people had to be brought on boats from Africa. That is that journey was not an easy one. And most weak people died off. So then after the weak ones died off there, then once you get to America, you actually have to survive being the slave. Like you have to survive the beatings and the whippings and the harsh things that happened and being able to deal with the workload and not have enough water and the dehydrate, all that stuff. And if you're able to survive that and that means that those are the genes that are still left. So when you think about the physical specimens that can come out of that, the anger, um, the um, a fear developed from that of realizing like whoa, like, and and also a fear of like what if uh, on a consistent basis uh, these black men start to realize just the power that they have, the the things that they have within them. Right. They start to discover. So for me, a big changing point in my life was discovering books. Like I realized, holy crap, all these books pretty much tell you everything you need to know about anything you want to know. They tell you how people are thinking. You can get inside people's heads who are racist. You can, get, you can figure out anything you want and you start getting the keys to the world that you realize that you've been missing. But throughout the black community, it's never been a cool thing to be a reader. It's never been a cool thing to be smart. And that all stems from 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 slavery and um, just being oppressed for so many years and being put in the worst schools and so on and so forth. So here's the thing. So we have deep-seated racism, 
mixed with whatever black people do ex- excel, uh, they're automatically uh, shot down and disowned and considered to be white because whites have owned what is good. Uh, and then you have a, a decrease in the value of life, and then you have a fear of a skin tone. You mix all these things together, and what you get is a habit of killing people easy. And, and, and the society having less empathy about it. Like, it's not even a big deal. Like, it's not even a big deal. Right, you'll see someone die, and and this is where like the fear and just like the the stereotypes play in, because a lot of times when you know a white person can die, and it's sad, and you look at it, you hear the story, you're thinking, man, that's just a horrible thing that happened. When a black person dies, one of the first things people always ask and they want to know is, well, what did he do? They want to justify it. They want to know, well, was he a criminal? Well, what? He had to have been. He had to have been a bad person because, like, let's be real. Most of them are bad people, right? Like, it's that type of thinking. So here's the thing. I'm. I'm. I, I don't even know what percentage of people that listen to this are white, was black, or I don't even know. But I do know this. If you've been listening to me long enough, uh, one, you know me. You know where I'm coming from. You know that. Uh, I want to um, help people to be the best that they can possibly be. Help them reach their, their true potential. Help them to be able, like, I, like there was one thing I know when I, when I finally retired from track, the best feeling was being able to say, I gave my all. I did everything I could. I, oh my gosh, the amount of peace that brought me to leave something and say, I gave every last drop of talent that God gave me to do this thing well. I want to help other people do that. But the thing is, a lot of people don't have an like, opportunity to do that. Here in the United listen, man, people don't have the opportunity. I, I, like, you go to schools in some black neighborhoods, and you're like, it's it, like, and especially this is even shocking for me coming from Canada. I've never seen schools this broken down. I've never seen anything like it. And um, they don't have an opportunity. So they, they, uh, the, the, the whole thing has been set up. People have been disenfranchised. But the only way things change is when white people start saying, hey, look, I'm going to learn about this stuff. <laughs> like, I'm not just going to reject the information. Because I, I think what's different about this last killing that happened in Minnesota is that this is the most I've ever seen white people finally be like, whoa, maybe what black people have been saying all this time is actually true. Like, it's actually starting to hit people. Which is why I'm like, no, I'm, I'm talking about this. Because I'm realizing for the first time, yeah, people are actually starting to open their eyes and see that there actually are issues. Now, does this mean that there's no problems in the black community? No, there are tons of problems in the black community. But <laughs> the question you should be asking yourself is why? And not looking down on these people, but <laughs> asking why is it? Why is it that? things are this way and when you go back in history and you start getting those answers you watch documentaries on on the 13th amendment and you start to get what's going on you understand you watch um some a couple slavery movies you understand what actually went on then you come back and you're like okay now it makes sense why things are the way they are now it makes sense so my 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 call to you guys is learn man 
learn. And then when you meet people who don't understand, explain it to them. Because it's going to be a thousand times more powerful than when it's coming from a white person than when it's coming from me. But it's like, if you can take the time to listen to me, imagine that, like, all these stories and these situations that are happening, like, there's nothing that stops it from being me. There's nothing. There is not, there is not a dang thing that is going to stop someone from taking my life just simply because of the color of my skin. And then, after the fact, people justifying it and saying, well, he probably was a criminal, so he deserved it. I got a wife. I got three kids. I got people that love me. I got people I love. Uh... I'm okay with dying, but I'm not trying to die like that because just it doesn't even make sense. So anyway, that's my call. Um, if you guys have comments, you guys have anything you want to say, uh, you can shoot me an email, ian at thehabitstacker.com, or you can hit me on Instagram, shoot me a message. Uh, my personal Instagram is uh, at ianwarner310. That would be the easiest way to reach me. 